I've never met anyone who didn't want to be more confident. This is the Real Confidence Podcast, and I'm your host, Jennifer Brunson. My family instilled confidence in me at a very young age, and then in my early 20s, I traveled the country teaching college women to be more confident in leadership roles, in their daily lives. And now I'm a mom to two amazing and sassy little girls who I work to instill confidence in every single day. This podcast is here to increase my confidence and your confidence in our everyday lives, in our mental health, our emotional health, our physical health. Shoot, even in just getting along with your friends. If you're looking for real confidence, we're not talking about that fake it till you make it stuff. This is the real deal. Then tune in. This is Real Confidence with Jennifer Brunson. Friends, this week's podcast is all about confidence in nutrition with Courtney Carter Boatwright. Y'all, she is a breath of fresh air and just totally has boosted my confidence in making great nutritional choices. Y'all know this podcast is all about real confidence. So we talk about loving and caring for the bodies that God has given us. So let's let Courtney give us confidence in that area. Hi, Courtney. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Yes, thank you so much for having me today. Of course, y'all. I want to tell you a little bit about Courtney. So we crossed paths in so many ways, but met through Kappa Delta Sorority, lived in the house together. How many years did you live in the house? I just lived in the house one, Jennifer. One year. It yes. felt like so long. It was so I know, fun. I know. It was so much fun. If we could just go back to those days. <laughs> oh, no. We had the be- the best time. And, um, yeah, so we were in Kappa Delta together, but we also are both huge sports fans. And so we see each other at football games, baseball games. Do y'all go to basketball games? Yes. I've only been to one this year, but I keep up. Yeah, we're not so much of a basketball family, but I think that would be for the kids. I think it would be so fun because it's shorter and Uh all the hype. So we may have to to try that. And Courtney and I have stayed in touch because I actually, I laughed the other day because I was telling somebody I'm a faster way dropout. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are not. (laughs) Courtney is a faster way coach. And well, I tried it. Here's what I've learned is you got to get your mind right and your environment, your environment, your environment has to be right because we were in the middle of the move and that was just like the worst timing ever. So I actually started it back up maybe three weeks ago and I'm loving it. So it's, it's all about the timing, but I, yes, yes, it's all about timing and getting that mind right. So I invited Courtney to be a part of the podcast because what I love about you, Courtney, in addition to you're just salt of the earth, authentic, like so genuine. And I love that about you. And I, I also love that you bring this science side to nutrition because you're a nurse practitioner. So I felt like when you were leading me through, you know, how to get healthier, that you really knew the back end of that 
our bodies and what we need and what's healthy and not healthy. And so I think that provides just this really cool perspective. Yes. Yes. And then um, Courtney is also a mama. Tell us about your family. Yes, I am a mom. I have been married for, gosh, y'all, this is crazy. I'm having to stop and think. 11 and a half years. Oh, my goodness. Yes. yes. 11 and a half years. It's crazy how quickly time flies. To an um, old Miss fan. Y'all probably worked that out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we are diehard Mississippi State fans, and I have married um, our arch rival in state, <laughs> Ole Miss graduate. So go figure. But anyway, we have been married 11 and a half years and we have two boys. Um, they are ages eight and five. So second grade and pre-K. We live in a small town, Mississippi and love it. So yeah, yeah, Aww. that's about my family. And then um, of course, like Jennifer said, I am a nurse practitioner. I actually work at an ear, nose, and throat clinic, but because I'm passionate about, you know, helping others feel better, and I myself did a faster way to fat loss round, I became a coach because I loved it so much, and like she said, I'm a nurse practitioner, so I kind of just have that mindset anyway, and I love health and wellness and nutrition, so here I am. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, Courtney, and you tell me if I'm wrong, just from the outside looking in, I feel like you've always been a very healthy person and prioritize that in your life. Yes, I have certainly tried to, um, you know, I've always tried to focus on water and tried not to do, you know, too many sodas and stuff like that. And I've always tried to focus on, you know, healthier choices but now I love I love a piece of cake or pie just like anybody <laughs> else and so it's all about finding a balance <laughs> for sure for sure and yes. what I love about you too Courtney before we jump into kind of the nutrition of it I think it's important to share with you know everybody listening that in addition to just like oh I don't want to make it seem like oh yeah like being healthy is so easy you also, I know faith is very important to you and having emotional and, you know, good mental health. And so those are things that you tend to in your life that I think overflow into, it just makes being healthier, easier when all those things are in balance. Yes, Jennifer. I think that is a very valid point. You know, help is not just physical um, help or even nutritional help. You've got mental, emotional, social, spiritual, psychological, which is essentially mental. Um, so there's many facets of help that all come into play here. And honestly, you can be quote, as healthy as you want from a nutrition standpoint, but if you're not taking care of yourself from an emotional mental, social, spiritual standpoint, I don't think you're going to reap the, be the be best benefits from the nutritional side of things if you don't kind of look at all aspects of the wheel, so to speak. For sure. Yeah. And like, I think we see that on social media a lot. Someone may look very healthy, but really you find out later they're struggling. And so it's about 
the balance. So it's the start, kind of the start still. I think people are still tracking along with those 2022 goals. And everyone, you know, jumps into the new year trying to eat better, work on nutrition and fitness. And some of those are really quick wins and not the best for longevity. So what do you see from your from your perspective as a coach and a nurse practitioner? What do we really need to be healthy and have longevity in that? Yes. So Jennifer, what I would say is I think, and it really, it's something I'm passionate about and it it somewhat is heartbreaking to me. Mm -hmm. I think that society has placed so much emphasis on, you know, body size that, that we think that that is all that matters. And it absolutely isn't. It's about being healthy and happy in your own skin. And with who you are, we are all built differently and have different body makeups. And, and that's what makes the world go around. So I think in society has more recently just shoved this, you've got to be, you know, tall and thin to be quote healthy. And that is not the case. We're seeing that women, particularly because I tend to work more with women, although I have coached many men who have been very successful, but society is placing this emphasis on you must eat, you know, only a thousand to twelve hundred calories if you want to lose weight. And I'm very passionate about proving that mindset wrong. That is absolutely not the case. And so, so many people start out the new year, like you said, revved up, excited, ready to go. Let's do this. And there's many programs out there. And I am not one to sit here and point and say what works or doesn't. So, but there are many programs out there that um, restrict your dietary intake, your nutrition so, so much to a a thousand or 1200 calorie diet that That is not sustainable. And so Mm -hmm. while, yes, you may lose weight initially and very quickly, and so you're happy about that, but let's be real. Can you sustain 1,000 to 1,200 calories a day? Absolutely not. And so what happens is they they quit. Clients, you know, people quit that lifestyle because it's not sustainable. And so then they start back right back where they were binge eating, um, or it's not even so much that they're binge eating. They just don't know. People may not know the right things to eat or how to eat appropriately. And so then they're back at square one eventually. And many people may put that weight back on. Um, yes, I found myself uh, like the true definition of yo-yo dieting. Mm-hmm. And where every time I quit something, I was gaining more than when I started that program. Yes. It was actually like very much had me on an upward trajectory because I was starting and quitting diets so often. Right. And that is true that yo-yo dieting, excuse me, does nothing for your metabolism. Um, It it actually will hinder your metabolism in time. And, And that goes back to that restrictive diet when you're set up to eat too few calories, so to speak, and you're restricting your diet too much, you are basically 
slowing down your metabolism is what you're doing because our body requires calories to function. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would argue that everybody needs at least a thousand to 1200 calories just to do, just to do the volunteer, you know, the functions of our body, like breathing and all the things that we just have to take care of and not even thinking about, you know, any extracurricular activities or all the things that you do, whether it be yard work, go to the grocery store, you know, all the physical things that may not even be technically at a gym. And so, I mean, a toddler's diet is around 1200 calories. So really, yes, roundabout. I mean, you know, that fluctuates a little bit, but on average and so preschool age. And so we, under eat. And so what we see happen is if you under eat, your body essentially hangs on to fat because it does not have what it needs. It's almost like clinging to that fat because it's, it's kind of thinking, well, you're not giving me the proper nutrients that I need. So I'm going to hang on to this fat for dear life because I'm basically in starvation mode. Yes. Well, and I can definitely, I've seen So I'm 36. So for a while, I thought it was just my age. But I think that with the different diets I was doing, my metabolism, like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen it so slow. And I could not get anything to work. And I feel like, just like you said, by eating and eating healthier, finally, in the last month or so, I've seen my metabolism go back to what it should be. Absolutely. And um, I think that's key. You know, ways to improve your metabolism. There's many, many ways, but um, properly fueling your body with the appropriate amount of food, you've got to actually eat um, to to increase your metabolism, believe it or not. And then strength training. I think many people, um, you know, to be honest, prior to my becoming a coach with faster way to fat loss, I was all about cardio. I've Mm -hmm. always enjoyed cardio, but I could not recall the last time that I lifted weights other than my kids when they were babies. (laughs) Um, And they were chunky babies. So I may count that a little bit, but I had not lifted a dumbbell in years. And strength training is so important. I just did not truly realize the importance of strength training to A, help with body composition changes, B, help with metabolism, because when you strength train, you're working on building that lean muscle mass, and lean muscle mass basically helps increase your metabolism and burn more calories even at rest. So who doesn't want that? Right. So eating more strength training, and I can't emphasize enough the importance of rest, you know, like truly striving to get enough sleep. Mm. Sleep is so important um, for your overall health. And I would recommend a minimum of seven hours a night. I know that, and I'm speaking from, you know, I'm preaching to the choir a little bit here. That's not always realistic, but your body is going to be so much happier if you are able to get seven to eight hours of good sleep every night. I mean, and it just helps your metabolism. It helps your overall mindset. We talked about mindset a little bit earlier and how it's got to be right. Sleep is so vital. I can't stress that enough. (laughs) Yes. And now that my kids are a little bit older, I actually get sleep. And I treasure it so much. (laughs) Yes. I'm telling you. After not having it. 
Yeah. And so. what you're saying about strength training, I had an interesting experience. So I have a little bit of um, an underactive thyroid. And so I think I shared that with you when you were helping me get all my fasting right. But yes, um, yes. Yeah. So I went to in 2021, I was doing a lot of strength training at the beginning of the year. Me and some friends were strength training every day. And I went to like my thyroid checkup and they did some blood work. And to me, some of the numbers looked high and my weight, I wanted to weigh less and wanted to lose some weight. And so I was talking to the doctor and she had my numbers out and she said, no, you're, this is your good cholesterol. And it is a great number in the strength training like your, your body's healthy. You're doing what you need to be doing. And she said, I'm not even worried about the weight. And that was kind of my eye opener to like, wow, this strength training is making me healthier. And my, like my body's functioning. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. It is, um, it, it is so rewarding when you see something kind of like numeric like that. Um, I don't really love looking at, pounds per se Mm -hmm. I mean it's always nice to watch the pounds come off the scale but but it's about so much more than that it's about you know your clothes feeling better your energy level being better sleeping better just feeling better in general there's so many quote nine scale victories that we celebrate and that is a nine scale victory your lab results I love hearing stuff like that um When the cholesterol, you know, yes, your good cholesterol, your HDL, the one you want to be high, when that goes up and that LDL, your low, what you want to be low, goes down. That is so rewarding. And um, the total number doesn't matter quite as much as, as, yes, like the breakdown. And you want your good cholesterol to be high. And that absolutely strength training and good nutrition and dietary practice can contribute to that for sure. I have seen it. I have had clients share with me lab results and it is oh, I love that. amazing the difference. I mean, I've had some be able to stop some medication for high blood pressure, you know, diabetes. It is truly amazing what what can be done with just food. You know, I like to yeah. think that food is medicine and it is if we let it be. It's oh, just choosing that. the food right medicine. Time. Yes. And I think our bodies are made so, God makes our bodies so wonderfully because what I love about it is you can literally start today and change the trajectory of your health. Absolutely. By eating differently. It's not like how you've lived this far. You know, you're, you're stuck yes. in an unhealthy body. You can make the choices to make the changes and enjoy all the benefits of a healthy body. Absolutely. And that, that is so true. I mean, we have the choice, you know, there are some things, Jennifer, the non-modifiable risk factors in life that we, that are beyond our control. I Mm. cannot control or you or whomever cannot control if their mother or father has diabetes or hypertension. You know, we cannot control our genetic risk factors. They're Mm -hmm. there, but what we can control are all those modifiable risk factors. We can control that we're going to get exercise. We're going to move. We're going to fuel our body appropriately with whole food nutrition. We are going to 
prioritize our sleep. We are going to focus on water intake. You know, we can do those things and you have a choice. And and that's the beautiful thing about it. And you mentioned, you know, God has given us an amazing body. He absolutely has. And he, we are meant, our bodies are so happy when we give them whole food nutrition. I mentioned that a minute ago. And and some may say, what are whole foods? What is that exactly? That is anything that comes from the ground or has a mother. Literally anything that comes from the ground or has a mother. I, I would never tell you, you know, that you can't have beef or pork. Um, those are whole foods. There are some that are obviously quote higher quality than others. Um, and, and that those choices are good if you can do more grass fed type beef, but you can have potatoes and rice. You can have apples and bananas. You can have all of the things, you know, because those, those are whole foods and our body does not have to work so hard. Like, or our body works to break those down. They're not processed, you know, that has come from, um, you know, like a bag of potato chips, for example, is highly processed. And so mm-hmm. like a machine is doing a lot of the work there. You want your body to do the work. Our bodies are meant to break down whole foods. And that also improves your metabolism. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and I love that. Anything that comes from the ground or has a mother. <laughs> absolutely. It's fair game. Enjoy it. I love it. Well, and yeah. you have a really cool perspective as a coach. You sort of have a front row seat to a lot of clients, people that are wanting to make, you know, good choices yes. in their nutrition. And they go, you know, through, let's say, you know, six to eight weeks. And then you really get to see who is able to continue on and and stay the course on that healthy lifestyle. What do you see in those people that gives them the confidence to stay the course? That's a great question, Jennifer. I think that what you said earlier about just being in the right mindset from the get-go is important and just saying, I am fixing to do this. And I always say, you know, the first two weeks of anything, any quote dietary program, nutrition, health and wellness program are the hardest. Mm -hmm. And I will tell my clients, if you give me two weeks, I promise you'll feel so much better and it won't be as difficult. You will realize just how sustainable this is. And so I think it's the the clients who really bust tail, so to speak, yeah. those first two weeks to get it. You know, they work hard. They they listen to my trainings. They really own it. They give it everything they've got. And then they realize how sustainable this lifestyle is. You know, because no food is off the table, so to speak. You know, so many lifestyles don't really allow carbohydrates. Right. Yeah. Well, carbohydrates done those are like, diets. yes, the body's preferred energy source and so vital for so many hormone functions. I mean, eliminating them long-term is totally not a good idea. And so we, um, practice what we call carb cycling. So we benefit some from a, a 
couple of low carb days so that we can really tap into those fat stores. But then we get to reintroduce carbohydrates, which are so important. And I think because clients get to see or get to experience all of the things, that's what I kind of just joke and say, you're getting all of the things, Mm -hmm. meaning they get to enjoy all of the fats, you know, a couple of days here, meaning all of the almonds, all of the, you know, nut butters and avocados and all of this here. And then, yay, you mean to tell me here on these days I can have rice and sweet potatoes? Are you kidding me? And apples (laughs) and bananas? You know, the people that really are successful love the fact that they can eat all of the things. They really take it seriously the first two weeks and they realize just how wonderful this can be. I mean, I've had some clients who have, I started this in January of 21 and here we are February 22. I've got some still doing it. Really? That's amazing. They've been with me now 13, 14 months and they are doing amazing. And so um, just the, the body composition changes the emotional changes, like, you know, just feeling better about who you are as a person, Mm -hmm. having more energy to care for your friends and family and, and be able to perform your daily activities with just more energy and happiness is so, is so helpful. And, and, you know, when you have that, you want to keep going. I mean, you just want to keep going. Yeah. Cause you feel so good. Yes. So I think mindset, um, you know, is key and just knowing that believing in yourself, I think is so important. Um, You have to believe that you can do it. You can do hard things and it may be a hard first two to three weeks and then it becomes just kind of sort of smooth sailing. Um, And so that's what I think mindset and believing in yourself. Absolutely. And I've, I've really enjoyed what you're saying is so true. I've enjoyed so much carb cycling because like I love um the egg bites from Starbucks anybody that knows me (laughs) they're so good so the best and example I guess I have of it is on Mondays and Tuesdays I can have the bacon egg bites because that's my car my low carb day absolutely (laughs) and all the fats uh-huh. And on the rest of the week, I can have the egg white and roasted red pepper egg bite. <laughs> that is genius. Yes. Keep well, those fats down. It's great. Well, and I love avocado and like taco night. So it's great because I just put that on Mondays, you know, yes. and uh-huh. then I look forward to having rice or pasta or something on yes. Wednesday. So it also kind of gives us that you know, variety is the spice of life sort of thing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Because, um, I think that if you told me that I could never have pasta or a sweet potato or all the fruit that I love, I would cry. So, um, (laughs) but at the same time, like there are so many healthy fats out there too. And so, yes, variety is indeed the spice of life. And it's wonderful that we you know, incorporate all of the things as I like to say. So, And I think you're so realistic about it too. I love that you say like nothing's off limits because we do have one of my goals when I was like, okay, I'm going to get healthy. I didn't want to be letting that keep me from like special moments with my kids. So like, let's say it's December. I don't want to be like, oh, it'd be fun to do hot cocoa. Well, I can't drink hot cocoa right now. So we're not going to do that. 
Like that's not realistic. (laughs) You're going to have donuts with dad. You're going to have. Yes. Muffins with mom. Yes. And there's, (laughs) it's important to enjoy those moments and have that balance and not feel like you can't fully enjoy from time to time. Absolutely. And, and Jennifer, as far as that, I, I 100% agree. I mean, I, you need to enjoy life. There are times and places for everything and memories are so very important. And you better believe, you know, when my child is having a birthday that I will absolutely have the birthday cake, the chicken tenders and the mac and cheese, because that's, (laughs) that's what he wanted. And, you know, you only live once. The key is not letting that be the norm. And that's another reason that I think, you know, clients have been successful is because it is sustainable because we do incorporate quote a treat day and realize that you know it's not realistic to expect someone to never have another dessert in their life or hot chocolate Uh, that is not realistic and so we actually um, I have found just from a science standard you know from my nurse practitioner background and health and wellness coaching background, how important macronutrients are, which are the larger nutrients in foods. So your carbohydrates, your fats and proteins, and being able to get the right amount of all of those things. And so we actually track macronutrients. We don't fret so much about total calories because let's say you're eating 1800 calories, 1800 calories of all carbs and fats is totally different than 1800 calories of carbs, fats, and proteins. And I had found that probably 80% of my, if not closer to 90, I was probably eating primarily all carbs and fats Mm -hmm. and nowhere near the protein. And protein is so important. Um, And it, it helps with that whole lean muscle mass. And obviously you've got to eat protein to build strong muscles, which then create the lean muscle mass, which then increases your metabolism and helps you burn fat even at rest, which is what we all want. But I say we track macronutrients. And so I tell my clients, if you've got a party like this past weekend, my nephew had, had his first birthday. Aww. Do you think I enjoyed a piece of cake? Yes. Yes, ma'am. I did. And you know <laughs> what I did? I just tracked on my, uh, you know, I keep up with my macronutrients. I put strawberry cake, one slice. I tracked it and I worked around it. You know, that's fine. Um, and you're able to do that. And that's what's great. So, okay. I enjoyed my cake, but the rest of my day, I'm going to really try to focus on whole food comes from the ground or has a mother. And, and that's just what you do. Absolutely. Well, and I remember you telling me one time I was tracking and I like it hit my calorie count for the day, but not my macros yet. And you said, I don't care about your calories, like hit that macro, get that nutrition. And I thought, wow, that's wonderful. That's where the focus should be. Yes. Because it's all about the right balance of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins and hitting those goals. Um, Because like I said, 1800, 2000 calories of all one or two macronutrients is not quite the same as making sure you're getting, because we need all three. We need carbs, we need fats, and we need proteins. They all serve vital functions in our body. And so getting the right amount, I think, is important. 
Yeah. And I actually, I feel like I had a delayed start to 2020 because I got started or 2022. Yes. <laughs> I've done this so many times lately, calling it the wrong year. And I don't know what that means, but well, it's okay. I, I know I half the time it'll be June and I'll still be writing 21 on a check or something. Exactly. Yes. So 2022, I had kind of a delayed start. I got kicked <laughs> off on my nutrition about a few weeks ago, but at the beginning of the year, I tried to start eating healthier, but I didn't have a plan. And so I remember telling Scott, I'm like, I am just so haphazard. Like I'm in the grocery store. I don't know what my plan is. I don't know what I should be buying. So I end up buying everything. I'm doing low carb one day, no carb another day. Like my body's so confused. And I was like, I've got to have a plan. And I think a lot of people can relate to like that feeling in the grocery store of like, where, do, like, where do I even start? So help us have some confidence and like, you know, we go to the grocery store, like where do we start? Yes. So great idea. So I like to, and I know many people have probably heard this, but um, shop the perimeter first. Um, the perimeter of the grocery store is where your fresh you know, fruits and vegetables are going to be. Um, that is always good. And always have that in your mind about the whole food nutrition. If it comes from the ground or has a mother, I mean, focus on fruits, vegetables, and lean protein, you know, your chicken, uh, fish, salmon is great. Salmon actually has a decent bit of fats, which is fine. And they're healthy fats. Mm -hmm. Salmon is so good. I love shrimp. You know, I love beef. Um, also, um, I mean, I fixed taco soup last night with, um, with the organic grass fed beef, um, the leaner cut, you know, and so that was so good. I also think, let's be real, you know, you're going to have a pantry with some foods Mm -hmm. that don't come from the perimeter. So, I can help in that regard by saying, look at the nutrition label. Um, When the nutrition label starts having, and I would not, you know, I'm very realistic. I'm not telling you that a hundred percent of my pantry only has five ingredients or less. I would be fibbing big time, (laughs) but by and large it does. Um, So, If you look at a nutrition label and you see all these words that look like a bunch of gibberish and you don't even know what they are, it has been highly processed. And it is obviously not as healthy of a choice as something that maybe just had four or five ingredients. So I think looking at the ingredients on the nutrition label, if you can't pronounce half the words, probably better to leave it right there on the aisle. And then um, also another helpful little piece of info on the nutrition label is looking at sugars. So sugars are so important. I mean, we do need sugars. And I've had clients say, Courtney, I'm over on my sugar. And I say, what have you eaten today? You know, and Mm -hmm. if they say, oh, I've had, you know, apple, banana, grapes. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's natural Mm -hmm. sugar. That is okay. But if it was like, you know, I've had these fruit chews, for example, or this dried fruit, 
or that's Sour my, Patch Kids. Yes. <laughs> that's my favorite. Exactly. Yes. Because some of those fruit chews taste just like a Sour Patch Kid. And the sugars are clearly added there. That's like night and day difference. Now, there are some dried fruits that are amazing. And literally, if you look at the ingredients, it's strictly the dried fruit. And when you look at the nutrition label, it'll say total sugars 26. Okay. That's fine. Total added sugars, zero. That's the key. When the added sugars. Um, So you don't want them adding all that mess to your food. So looking at that and making a little bit of healthier choices, trying to reduce the amount of added sugars and having fewer ingredients on the back of the nutrition label um, is helpful. So, and also, um, there's healthier choices when it comes to things like pasta, you know, um, what's your favorite type of pasta? So I love, I I love the Banza chickpea pasta. It is so good. It is made out of chickpeas, healthy, healthy, healthy. One of the healthier options out there for pastas and lots of protein in that chickpeas, a great source of protein. I also love some of the lentil pastas. Um, and then I recently just bought and have yet to try. So I, I hate to even bring it up because I haven't <laughs> tried it, but I'm sure it's good. I can't imagine it not be like a sweet potato pasta. And so I'm super excited to try yeah. it. Um, so yeah, there's choices out there like that, that are really good. And zoodles, you know, the zucchini squash spirals, that is an excellent way to feel as if you're kind of getting a pasta if you're on a low carb day, I will love those zoodles with, um, you know, some Rao's marinara. It's oh, R A favorite. Yes, R A O apostrophe S marinara is one of the healthier already done. Look at the ingredients; it's very, very clean. Already prepared spaghetti sauces out there. So the zoodles with, say, some meatballs or whatever your choice of protein with that Rouse sauce is an excellent low carb dinner, um, you know, for those low carb days. Sure. I have a fun story for you about the Rouse. So Scott and I went to, which I love, that is my favorite pasta sauce and you can get it like at Costco, you can get a big pack, but Scott and I went to Las Vegas. Gosh, Cameron wasn't even born yet for a little like weekend getaway. So it was probably five or six years ago. And we're trying to find a place to go to dinner. So we end up at, at Rouse in like one of the casinos. They had a restaurant. Really? That's yes. Awesome. <laughs> so we sit down and we're going to order. And our waiter was just full of life. Like his personality would fill a whole room. And he was so fun. And he ended up telling us that he was from the original restaurant, which is in New York City. And oh, okay. that to even eat there like it, it's old school, like your family has a table, like it would be the boat right table on Tuesday nights at seven. Yes. And so you can't even get into the restaurant unless your family has like a standing reservation. And he said, it's like, there's not always a menu. It's like tonight we're having lasagna, you know? Yes. So Scott ended up telling him like, well, just order for us, you know? So he ordered our meal. Um, it was, it was amazing. We talk about that meal all the time. And so then when I saw the sauce in stores, I'm like, Oh, this is, 
this is legit. And I'm so happy it ended up being healthy too, because it's just a tried and true Italian recipe, like family made. And it is Mm -hmm. so, it is so clean, you know, if, when you look at the ingredients. So yes, that's awesome that you've eaten at one of the restaurants. Yes. So fun. So we had, um, I guess on Monday night, we've been doing meatballs on like Monday or Tuesdays and my meatballs had a lot more calories. I used like sausage in them and stuff. So I ended up doing the zoodles with the pasta sauce with the meatballs and it was good. It was a good balance, but it was definitely different than what I used to would have done would have been pasta with the, you know, sauce with the meatballs. So it's kind of been eye opening, just small adjustments here or there to keep from going uh-huh. overboard. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And, um, I, I actually have that on the menu coming up for Monday night. Um, I have found that I do not, um, prep my food early, uh, but I do plan my meals for the week, the That's dinners awesome. yeah. out. So I'm not one that's going to spend hours on Sunday prepping, although that's amazing if you want to. But no, I, do I just think can't get that a, together. <laughs> yeah, I can't get that together. I don't have that much time on my hands. But but I do come up with a plan, you know, by Sunday. I, here I am. I know what we're eating Monday through Friday. Sometimes Friday's leftovers. Sometimes Friday is going out to dinner. But I know what we're going to have. And I think that is also kind of key to success is just kind of having a plan in place and trying to stick with it. And I'm finding that because as, you know, the person in the family that plans the meals, you're providing healthy rhythms for your entire family. Absolutely. I think, you know, the old saying or you lead by example Mm -hmm. um, is so important. And while I may be having the meatballs on zoodles, if my kids don't like that, that's okay. You know, I don't care if they're carb cycling or not. They don't need to be doing all that. (laughs) So I may fix them those bands of chickpea noodles and they have their meatballs that way. And that's fine. And if my husband wants those noodles too, that's fine. And when we do taco night, everybody likes tacos. I don't care if they have theirs in their shell while I have a taco salad. You know, it's all it, it totally can work with You're your right. That's a really good point. Cause like when we had meatballs, my kids, they just ate the meatballs. You know how kids are. They oh, yeah. eat anything else. Oh, and yeah. then Scott had a different version of meatballs and I had my, you're right. You have to just, they're not old enough yet where you, where we can go, this is dinner. You know? <laughs> yes. Go. You kind of have to meet halfway, but it is totally doable. And it's really good. And a funny about like, you know, finding the balance and, and I have to tell myself, like, I've got to let my kids still be kids. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm focusing on healthier choices for them. Yes. I put, um, a healthier option. Lara bar, L-A-R-A-B-A-R is a great option for, and clean for like granola bars. Mm -hmm. And, they have a Lara bar kids. And while yes, there's a few grams of added sugar, it's so much better than the alternative. So yeah. I, you know, you pick and choose your battles and, and that's okay. 
they have a Lara Bar brownie and Lara Bar chocolate chip cookie. And my Ooh. kids, that is kind of like their treat in their lunch. I love box. that. Um, and they love it. But this is funny. Recently, um, my younger one, the five-year-old, Pierce said, Mama, I want a snack. And I said, <laughs> okay, baby. And this is almost, this happens more often than it should. <laughs> And I want one with sugar. That's what he says. And I said, oh, darling, you've already had, you know, your Teddy Grahams. Let's get a healthier choice this time. And so we'll go with like a yogurt bar that he thinks is the bomb diggity. And it is good. And um, talking about sugars, there is a little bit of added sugar in it. But it is so much cleaner than half the stuff out there marketed for kids. It's an amazing um, yogurt bar. I think it's a Clio, C-L-I-O brand. I, I found them at Sam's. I'm going to have to go get some of those. Yes, it's strawberry or vanilla flavored uh, yogurt in the inside with dark chocolate like around it. So, I mean, Ooh. you know. Who doesn't uh, like that? kid wouldn't like that. And that's <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I try to do. I love that. My brother-in-law used a, a phrase that I've adopted now. He calls different foods growing foods. So he'll say like, oh, if Baylor says, you know, I, I want, you know, Doritos. I do the same thing. Well, you already had Cheetos. And yes. that's not a growing food. Let's eat a growing food. I and love that. Isn't that good? When he said that, I thought, wow, that's brilliant because we really want to help our kids make good choices without starting the whole body image stuff. Absolutely. Early. I mean, no child needs to, you know, have that stress put on them. Yeah. But yes, I and I and, and like you said, well, you've already had the Cheetos, which that's fine from time to time. My kids love a Cheeto. Mm -hmm. I mean, who doesn't? But, you know, that's what I'll be like. Yeah, you've already had the Teddy Graham, so let's have something better. And I love that. I'm going to adopt that. So let's have a growing food. A growing food. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's okay, awesome. Okay, Courtney, I want to pick your brain on hydration. This is yes. my greatest fail. I just, I, well... I love you, mom and dad, before I share the story, but we, <laughs> we grew up drinking Diet Cokes like crazy. And my yes. parents were not coffee drinkers ever. I'm a coffee drinker now, but they, I'm sure they, my dad was a football coach. So I'm sure he drank tons of water and Gatorade and everything, but I just have never liked water. I like it more now. I've gotten better at it, but it was funny when I was pregnant with Baylor, I was having like, you know how you have those early like contractions, like kind of Braxton Hicks. Yes, Braxton Hicks. Yeah. Something was unusual. And so I ended up, I was such an amateur. So if you're out there listening and, and you're expecting, here's your pro tip. So if you have an issue, you need to go during office hours. Because if you don't, they make you go to the hospital <laughs> and check you in and monitor you. I did not know that. So instead of calling during office hours, you know, oh, gosh. at the end of the day and I say, I'm having these feelings. I'm kind of worried. And they go, okay, you got to go to the hospital. They put you in a bed, they hook you up. And so the nurse comes by and she goes, well, have you been hydrating? Have you been drinking water? And I said, oh yeah, I have done great today. I've had like 30 ounces. Uh, and she, she was her. like, that is, this was at like six o'clock at night. Oh She's gosh, like, Jennifer. 
Somebody said that is not a lot of water and everything ended up being fine. But that was my eye opener to like, absolutely. You know, it's crazy when it seems that in life, you know, you do, you have things that you can pinpoint that that is when you were like, I've got to get it in gear, Mm -hmm. you know, at, at this moment or whatever. So obviously water is very, very, very important. I mean, there are many benefits of drinking water. It helps, you know, flush bacteria from your bladder. It helps aid in digestion, helps prevent constipation. It actually can help cushion your joints. Mm, Um, I did not know that. What else? Protect vital organs. It can even help with heartbeat. You know, if mm-hmm. you can get tachycardic, meaning elevated heart rate when you are dehydrated. So it can help with that. Um, being well hydrated actually can improve your metabolism, believe it or not. So mm. it is it is so important to drink water. And you might say, well, Courtney, how much water do I need to drink? Well, I actually now... This has been one of my 2022 goals because I, too, was probably not drinking enough water. Um, And so I have started to use, within our um, Faster Way app, we have a water tracker. And I have used that daily in 2022. And it kind of sets your water goals based on, you know, some things like your height, weight, et cetera, and your activity level. But, um, so anyway, and every time I drink 20 ounces, I add it and it starts filling up my bubble. And at the end, when I reach my goal, confetti comes down and it just makes me so (laughs) excited. And I, and so I hit it every day and that. Oh my gosh. I think I saw your post the other day where you said, is it Pierce that loves seeing the confetti? Yes. Pierce loves the confetti. We get confetti after completing a workout, after breaking your fast. And after, I mean, once you've completed your fast and then after meeting your water goals. So, but anyway, I love the confetti too. That has helped me just a water tracker. But if someone were to say, Courtney, how much water should I drink? You know, I don't have this water tracking device that tells me how much I should try to get Mm -hmm. a general rule of thumb would be, um, I would say what I like to say is how much ever you weigh. So just for ease of calculation, let's say you weigh 150 pounds, half your body weight. So we're looking at 75 ounces. And I like to, just because I think it's a good idea. I throw in, I recommend minimum half your body weight. So for a 150 pound person, I would say minimum 75 ounces of water. If you are physical and, you know, exercising and even breathing, you know, we're losing water. Um, But I would add an extra 20 ounces to that. If you're sweating a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. if you do workouts. So I would say 95 ounces for that individual. Um, but half your body weight minimum. And then obviously anything over that is just great. Um, And so I strive to get, you know, around at least 80 ounces of water a day and sometimes closer to 100. And it also helps your skin. I mean, this time of year, you know, you get such dry skin. Mm -hmm. Water just is good for the body, that hydration. But, um, as far as water, you know, 
there's many ways that you can kind of make water um, taste better if you don't just love. Oh, yes. What are your recommendations? What are your people <laughs> yes, do? Yes. If you don't just love plain water, there are, and you have to be careful here because there's a lot of those little sticks, those yes. little packets that you can put into your water. But a lot of those have um, those artificial sweeteners in them. They pretty much all do. Um and that's okay within reason, but I try to s stick more towards natural things. Um, and stevia, this is just a little pro tip. Stevia and Truvia are plant-based artificial sweeteners. So that's going to be a healthier option than say, you know, your sucralose or your aspartame. Mm -hmm. So I, I tend to try to stick more towards stevia and Truvia. So I like, um, I actually get these off of Amazon, but you probably could find them other places. But I like Pure Boost sticks. Mm. Um, they are stevia based. So that is stevia. And it kind of can, you know, it might be grape flavored or berry or, or watermelon or whatnot. But even for more natural, just doing things like adding a slice of lemon or, or lime into your water or, you know, cucumbers even for kind mm -hmm. of a clean Love fresh cucumber. taste or some fresh mint leaves or basil rosemary you know just anything like that to kind of quote spice it up and I tell you another one that is so good is like nature's Gatorade mm -hmm. so Gatorade is just jammed packed with sugar I mean pure sugar yes. that's basically what it is and so if to do and if you were playing like a football game you would need that right I mean I guess that's absolutely the original intent <laughs> yes and, and that's fine but I certainly don't think it should be consumed on a daily basis but absolutely if you're out there you know sweating bullets and, and playing a football game by all means uh, but Gatorade a natural way to do it would be like, say, take some water, squeeze a little lemon or lime, some pink Himalayan salt or sea salt, put that down in there. And then even a shot of apple cider vinegar, mix all that up. And you've essentially created like a nature's Gatorade. Oh, I love that. That's a good yes. way to get your apple cider vinegar into. Yes. Yes. So we all know there's health benefits associated with that. So that is how you can kind of spice up your water. Yes, I love that. Well, I was really big on this um, water drink, flavored drink that I won't name. But <laughs> what yeah. I found out when I started reading the label is it had sucralose in it. And I had this aha moment where I was like, it's the same as me drinking like a diet seven up. It's It's no different. Like it's flavored with all the bad things. Correct. Correct. And, you know, I think, and I tell my clients in general, artificial sweeteners, you're not going to be able to totally get away from them. They are hidden everywhere. But when you can make choices like avoiding that and maybe going with something like a pure boost that's stevia based mm. or just doing lemon and lime in your water or something like that when you can eliminate it um, because they are associated more with inflammation, you know, bloating. Um, there's many things that those artificial sweeteners in excess can cause. And so natural sugars such as 
I'm not saying you would put this in your water, but natural sugars are so much better. We talked about that a little bit earlier with the fruit, but honey, molasses, maple syrup, syrup, that's pure sugar, but it's natural sugar. Mm -hmm. And so those are better choices. You know, I tell people that I would about rather you put maple syrup on a pancake than that sugar-free stuff. Yes, because it has um, such bad artificial sweeteners in it. Correct. And so if you get that pure maple syrup, I mean, that is a whole food. I mean, you know, that, yeah. that's a natural deal. So, yeah. And so as we kind of wrap up our nutrition conversation, are there any, if you were wanting to give someone confidence and like a quick win, like getting started and feeling good right away, what would be your tip? Okay. So... I would have to say small changes. Take mm-hmm. baby steps. One thing at a time. Don't try to do too much too quickly. Believe in yourself. Have the right mindset. I would say just start. To me, the the two things, well, I'll, I'll change it to three. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would work on that water. Really try to get half of your body weight in water. And y'all, I try to drink, um, 20 ounces of water before I have my morning coffee. Oh, that's good. So that like gets a jump start right then and there. Plus you haven't had anything to drink all night, you know, so Mm -hmm. your body needs it. So I kind of have made that a rule of thumb now that I'm actually tracking my water that helps me reach my goals much better. But so focus on water, half of your body weight, plus a little extra to be really good to go. And then don't fret so much about the right amounts of the right stuff right off the bat. Um, Although I think tracking macronutrients is key for body composition changes, but um, just focusing on those whole foods, not forgetting if it comes from the ground or has a mother. If you make that relatively simple, but can be difficult if you're not in the right mindset. But if you make that change and you cut out a lot of that processed stuff off of the aisles, that alone will have you feeling better. And then um, just moving. I don't even care if you don't get serious about cardio. You do not, nor should you go run an hour every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, your body doesn't need all that cardio strength training is more important than cardio, but cardio does serve an important piece to the overall puzzle. But I would just say move y'all. There's this concept called neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis neat. What that is, it is a fancy word for something very (laughs) simple. Increase your neat throughout the day. What that is, is, doing household chores, playing with your kids, raking leaves, going to the grocery store, park a little further away, take the steps instead of the elevator. Um, Those kinds of things, that is neat. You're not in a gym at that moment, but you are increasing your movement and just get up and move. Um, And so move, hydrate and focus on whole foods and believe that you can and you will be successful. I love that. Well, and I think that I love the concept of neat. I followed, I think there's a documentary too, but uh, the study on blue zones, which you're probably familiar with Courtney, the areas of the world that people live the longest yes, and the yes. oldest. Uh-huh. And one, one common factor was that they take 
more, well, not necessarily more stairs, but they are walking elevation all day. And so they're doing more stairs. They're going more up and down. So anytime I can take stairs, I think about that. Like you're going to live longer by doing that. And just those everyday rhythms that if we can get ourselves into those habits, it, it's slow change, but over the long term, we'll be healthier. Absolutely. Just baby steps one day at a time. And you know what else I would say is do not let, I tell my clients this all the time, do not let one bad day define you. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? We're all going to have a quote bad day and not be on our A game from a nutrition standpoint. Don't let it define you. Wake up the next day and conquer it. Do better the next day. One bad day is not going to derail your progress. But if you let that one bad day turn to two, turn to seven, turn to two weeks, turn to a month, now you're talking derailing your progress. So just grace, give yourself grace, progress over perfection, and you can do it. I love that, Courtney. Well, and that's why I'm not like really a sign up. I've done lots of diets, but I rarely will pay for anything. <laughs> and so yes, yes. when I started working with you, Courtney, it's because I really trusted my health with you. And for so many reasons, I just, I think you having that nurse practitioner background is such a game changer too, because you know what our bodies truly need and what health looks like all the way around. And I know people are going to want to connect with you and and follow all your recommendations and your leg day (laughs) treats and all that. So where can they find you on social media? Yes. So I have a Instagram account at Courtney Boatwright. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y Boatwright, B-O-A-T-R-I-G-H-T. There is no W in the Boatwright. We get that a lot. (laughs) So Instagram at Courtney Boatwright is probably the main place to follow me. I also have a Pinterest, Courtney Boatwright Pinterest, Um, you know, and I have some recipes broken down. I did not know that. I'm totally going to start following your Pinterest. You should look at that. Um, I have a faster way to fat loss um, board, so to speak. And then I have like subboards with, within that, like smoothies, you know, regular macro, low carb, um, healthy snacks, etc. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, I've got that. Um, but if anybody has any questions at all, you know, or wants to connect, send me a private message or within Instagram and I will get back with you. Um, I'm passionate about just health and wellness and nutrition and helping people feel better in their own skin and, and feel as if they have the energy to do all of the things that we need to do on a daily basis, because no matter what age you are, no matter if you are a mom or not, let's be real. Women are busy. (laughs) Women are so busy and we are expected to do all the things and wear so many hats. And so if you can take, you've got to prioritize your health so that you can be all that you need to be for everybody else. I love that Courtney. And I just, I love your passion so much. And I think you are really helping a lot of people in so many ways. And thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us today. Oh, thank you, Jennifer, so much for having me. I have loved every bit of this. This has been so much fun, and I hope it's able to help a person or two, maybe more. (laughs) 
Absolutely. It's going to give a lot of people more confidence. So thanks, Courtney. Yes. Thank you, Jennifer. Have a great day. Do you feel more confident? Maybe just a little bit? Stand up taller, hold your head higher. You've got this. I hope you feel more confident. Thank you so much for joining me for Real Confidence. Please remember to comment, like, and share, and subscribe.